happy monday everyone hopefully no one is suffering um too bad from last night's super bowl game this week's episode brings ken glenn he shares a little bit about his past as well as his life's purpose and what really helps him get through the day using some positivity and just sharing that with the world hopefully you enjoy and i can't wait for you to listen hi what's up how's it going good how are you good it's been a minute yeah (laughs) what's been new good i mean other than obviously everything else going on in life but it is what it is right (laughs) yeah Yeah, you look good you look good oh thank you well thank you so much for doing this i appreciate it no doubt no doubt yeah so for uh for the listeners out there share a little bit more about who you are and kind of your background. I know. (laughs) I know. It's like the most philosophical (laughs) question, isn't it? (laughs) Now, uh, well, I'm Ken Glenn. Um, Let's see. I was born and raised in Chicago. Uh, Moved to North Carolina when I was 13. Went to high school there. Joined the Army after a year in college. Ended up in Minnesota about 2010. I've been in Minneapolis, Twin Cities area since 2012. And yeah, been uh, with the fire department for the last nine years. Been doing that. Was involved in a couple of mixed martial arts fights, a couple of boxing fights, you know. Been doing yeah. jujitsu for the last 13 years. And yeah. You're so humble. I was going to say, like, I would have expected you, or I would have been like, I'm a captain of the (laughs) fire department because you just got captain. Was it just this last year or was it a couple years ago? No, actually, yeah, this would be year number four this July. Oh, I feel like everything just goes by so fast. So I guess it does. (laughs) Yeah. And then it does. For jujitsu, did you just get. Are you a black belt now, right? Yep, yep, yeah, I'm a black belt. It'll be three years this May. So okay. I'll actually get my first black, first degree black belt. Okay. And I get my first degree, like, you know, your first little stripe on your black yeah. belt this this June. So, yeah. That's awesome. Congrats. Yeah. I remember I remember you posted it, but again, everything just kind of blurs together. So I just. Yeah. Yeah. Life's been busy. Life's right. Been busy. Right. I know. Well, and you have four <laughs> kids to like. Yeah. Yeah. Wrangle. So, yeah. Yeah. They're taking, trying to take all my time, but it's how, worth it. How so, old's your youngest now? She's. So my little girl, Autumn, Autumn Rose, she is, she'll be two in uh, July. Um, Micah's three. He'll be four in August. Okay. Quentin is seven. He'll be eight in June. So we got June, July, August, summer babies. And yeah. then Addison, she's 15. She started her Oh my year. gosh. That's crazy. Because yeah, when me. we when when we first met, it was she, I don't even think she was a teenager. No, no, she had to be eight, eight or nine. Yeah. Probably, so, yeah, probably, yeah. She was younger. Yeah. Gosh, yeah. That's so crazy. <laughs> I know. Oh, that's so, awesome. Well. Yeah. I know um, with, did you ever do like UFC or just do MMA or in like boxing? Yeah. So just MMA. So I, I've the last couple, well, last seven fights, eight fights was with uh, okay. Fury FC. It's basically like a feeder organization for MMA. So okay. we really fighting the guys at the top level. So it was fun. Yeah. Was fun. Are you doing any fights anytime soon? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. So, yeah, I just bought a house in September and uh, my fiance moved in. And it's not something that I had in mind or like some goal I had set, but it was just like I looked around and I was like, man, I'm really happy right now. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah. go with it, right? That's, yeah. That's yeah. what life so, is about is the memories. Yeah. Yeah. So, I like, you know, I love fighting and training. It's just, it took so much time, you know? Yeah. So, but I didn't know, you know, moving into this house and her moving in would, you know, 
fulfill me like it did and has been. So you know, I look forward to like, you know, cooking meals and yeah, you know, doing stuff around the house and yeah, going to Home Depot at six o'clock versus the gym, <laughs> you know, like that. Yeah, that, that's appealing to me. That's the so. suburban life. <laughs> yeah, literally. Yeah. Like, so you're you know, the suburban I'm dad now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm an Egan, so okay. It's, it's it's been good to me. So yeah, good. So we'll we'll see. We'll yeah. see. Sharing your story, uh, health journey, whether it be like a physical journey, mental health journey, uh, but more of a focus of just being able to share with the listeners, kind of what brought you to where you are today. So yeah, yeah. yeah um, I'd say. Well, you know, joining the army, I didn't realize at the time, like everything that that would like lead me to, I definitely, I always tell people it was like the best decision I didn't know I was making, (laughs) you know, um, it's, it's done me some good, a lot of good, a lot, a lot, a lot of good, you know, I obviously, you know, I did a couple of tours overseas and Mm -hmm. experienced some things, but you know, me uh probably the biggest surprise I found out was that like my childhood and me growing up I was having I had PTSD before the army you know oh okay and that only being in that environment uh overseas only enhanced it you know yeah a lot of things that me and my therapist talked about it led back to my childhood you know and in a you know hyper uh, you know, basically a hypothesis of my therapy. Yeah. You were fucked up before, <laughs> and you went overseas. Right. And it reignited a lot of things. So, I'm glad I got to experience that because yeah. I think, in one way or another, it would have came out. But you know, me having to seek therapy and you know, uh, knowing something was off mm-hmm. a little sooner made me kind of get ahead of it. And yeah. Yeah, that's it's, that's been a, a big, big difference. Well, and it's me. so crazy that because I I'm in therapy as well, and it's it's so like anyone that I know that's in therapy, it's like everything stems back to our childhood, and it's like yeah, shit, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like you don't think about it because nope. again, everyone grows up in such a different environment that it's yeah. just like okay, that's just who I am, and then you just kind of like brush it off, and then all of a sudden you're like no no, this, this isn't right. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I think the biggest thing for me was to find out like, you know, why Mm -hmm. do I think some of the things I think and feel the way I feel and like gravitate towards certain things and certain emotions, you know, um, I've always had a sense of fuck it. I'll do it on my own or (laughs) I don't need anybody else, you know, but it, it, it just kind of like more of a survivalistic attitude mm-hmm. but at my core I'm a soft like I, <laughs> I, I am a love yeah. That, yeah. that is who I'm meant to be you know well and it's funny because when I first met you I was so intimidated because you were like fucking like cleaning like 400 pounds or something crazy <laughs> and I was like I have to work out next to this dude like <laughs> me and my puny weight <laughs> we always had good music no we did I know yeah, for the listeners yeah. out there Ken has the best taste of music because yeah. I was like I would always just go with what Matt did with like the you know classic 80s or yeah. you know with the 80s rock and stuff like that but I liked it when you would be there because at least it would mix it up a bit <laughs> yeah yeah have to have to yeah but uh so kind of a little going back a little bit more about the like the PTSD I mean I guess how long, how long did you serve again in the army? Uh, 12 years in the army. So okay. 12 years. Okay. So yeah. for a long time. So yeah, it was just shy of retirement, right? Is it 15 yeah. years or 20 years? So, well, it was 20 years technically okay. for, for retirement. So I, I joined 2002 and I got out 2014, right around the time I joined the fire department at that point. And that's like always been my life. I would say like mm-hmm. I've always been a part of something, whether it's the army, fire department, jujitsu. Yeah. You know, um, but I've never wanted that to be me. Like, you know, I the biggest thing that led me away from the army was, you know, I I got promoted and I'd seen mm-hmm. 
you know, the sergeant first classes and like they've been in, that's all they knew, the army. And yeah. they didn't know what the hell they were going to do when they retired. And yeah. I was like, yeah, it's time for something. Else. <laughs> yeah. I just didn't, you know, I, I liked it. I, you know, but it wasn't, it just, it didn't, you know, make me, it, it was just a part of who I was, not who I was, you know? So right. I've always like tried to find that balance. I think that's kind of why I'm as busy as I am. That's why I do everything I do. You know, I was gonna say, you, yeah, you, you're, you've got like a list of just like things and credentials. <laughs> yeah, but you know, for me, it's always like, I, I, you know, that's kind of one thing that I can say stems from my childhood too. Like I've mm-hmm. always wanted more. Like I've always knew it was more out there. You know, I grew up in. Chicago South Side, yeah. you know, so okay, it wasn't the best environment, but I always yeah. knew there was more, you know. I was always wanted more, so it's like yeah. now, you know, here at thirty-seven, you know, I, I, I guess you could say I'm quote unquote living the American dream, yeah. But I still, I, I want more. Like I want to maximize my time, and you know, yeah. I think me, um just being not a vessel but just kind of a, a light for other people mm-hmm. something I take pride in you know I've, I've taught kids jiu-jitsu for the last five years you know ages three to 16 and mm-hmm. I had um one of the coaches daughter come up to me I won't say her name but uh yeah she, you know, she used to do my class but I hadn't mm-hmm. seen her in a while and you know gave her a hug and she was talking about like you know she's in ninth grade she's talking about her mental health and like yeah you know we talked for about 10 minutes or so and she just gave me a hug after she was like this one of the best talks I've had in a long long time and yeah so like it things like that you know I I can't remember where I was at and who said it um oh so I had got some I think it's called cranial sacral therapy Oh yeah. Anyway, this lady told me. She was explaining to me. She was like, you have like good energy chakras. That's why Mm -hmm. random people come up talking to you. And it happens to me all the time. I just get like random conversations if I'm at a grocery store or somewhere, like people would just start talking to me. And she's like, that's because like, you know, the shock, the energy or the chakras you're giving off is like aura. yeah 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 I was wondering but it don't matter where the hell I'm at like yeah people always like come up talking to me and you know I'm a jovial person so you know so but it's yeah it's kind of one of the things that it it, um it's therapeutic to me Mm -hmm. to to uh be that for other people so yeah that's awesome And, and so like for the kind of going back with the PTSD did you I guess did you kind of discover that you had it in the past after you had been in the military and done tours or was it kind of yeah something you always after, had in the back of your mind well, it was after because I didn't realize until we did uh I did cognitive behavior yeah, uh, yeah therapy for a while and then a lot of the stuff that we discovered in there you know stemmed from my childhood and like yeah. it connected a lot of dots for me it was like oh, got you know, it ding 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 like the, yeah. you know the light going off yeah. you know, this is why this is this way you know and yeah it's like damn you know you you live your life thinking that you know that's just how it was mm-hmm. it's like you know it's normal like that's how you grow yeah. up that's how the people around you grow right. up but it's anything from normal so yeah. <laughs> well it's know. funny because like I I I mean I grew up with like very strict parents so like I would get grounded if I had an A minus so it's just funny because like now I joke it's like oh maybe it was just like my strict Asian parents but it's like they were just strict in general (laughs) yeah yeah you know um but it, it is kind of crazy how much we evolve and develop our own skills in general from what we grew up with yeah yeah, it's, I, you know, my mom, she was growing up, raising up, you know, like yeah. she wasn't grown, you know, she had right. my sister when she was 16, Okay. my brother when she was 20, me when she was 22, you know, she was still a kid herself. And yeah, he was, you know, 
they went through hell with her, their stepmother, you know, they were abused and, you know, all kinds of stuff. Like they only ate at school and it was awful, you know, but, yeah. you know, looking back, she, she knows that like, if she could do things different, I'm sure she would have, but she was, yeah. she was learning her, her damn self, you know? So, but you don't know that as a kid, right. you know? And yeah. Yeah. It's just um, an unfortunate cycle. Yeah. You know, that, it takes uh, some luck and mm-hmm. and a lot of hard work to like break it, you know. So right. They're hoping cool. to be different for my kids, you know. So. Yeah, yeah, no, and I, I'm sure you know she did the best she could, and it's just, yeah. especially being young, I'm sure she herself was also um, trying to find her own person, like in her within herself as she was raising you guys. So yeah definitely definitely that that must have been hard but yeah how do you I guess how do you kind of take from what she did you know I'm sure kind of going back to how you said that you were like kind of in survival mode I'm sure you got that from her because she was also in survival mode by just trying to take care of all of you kids um what's kind of something that you do now differently to kind of help your kids now versus like, do you still do survival mode type of parenting, I guess, with your kids or? No, I talk just like my mom. Like okay. I say the same things okay. my mom <laughs> would say to me. I think, you know, as we got older, my mom, she passed, you know, this past mm-hmm. August. and But our relationship always blossomed and we kind of grew together. So mm-hmm. I don't even really... I remember my mom for more who she was in her late, well, she wasn't that old. She was only 59. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I remember her for more who she was at 59 than she was at 29 or 39, you know? Right. She evolved so much, you know? And yeah. like you say, you know, of course she did the best she could. And she did a good yeah. job, you know, all things yeah. considered. We could have went a, a different way for sure. Yeah. You know, yeah. her getting us from Chicago, North Carolina was probably the biggest thing uh, for yeah. us. And like it, it made a big difference. But I I, uh, I think more so anything, like I'm just much more uh, in tune with my feelings, which helps mm-hmm. me be in tune with my kids' feelings. And, you know, especially Addie, you know, she's 15 and yeah. she got kinds of things like coming at her yeah I just that's a hard age (laughs) yeah yeah so it's essential for me to be able to talk to her and I just don't want her to think she has to conform or be something that she's not you know I just do my best to remind her that she's perfect the way she is only one of her in this world and yeah she just needs to be herself and you know, um, I'm big on positive reinforcement and, and, you know, just letting them know, like, literally, you can do whatever you want to do. Yeah. Like, you know, so I think that's the biggest thing. I just kind of, it's the same thing that I've done with myself, is, you mm-hmm. know, speak things into existence and, you know, work for things. And in essence, I work for things so they don't have to work yeah. as hard or worry about things but at the yeah. same time I want them to be able to look at me and see like okay if I could if I just work for it I can get that or I can do that. Right. so like you know they see you putting in the work so they want yeah. to put, put in the work themselves too for yeah. whatever they yeah, want they got, yeah they got the formula so it's not yeah. some damn you know big life questions and, yeah oh, I, I've seen that done like yeah we, yeah we know what to do well, so. and I, I feel like too, uh, you know, like with, at least like for us growing up, I just feel like mental health wasn't really, I don't know, I don't want to say validated, but it wasn't really like something talked about. Cause it was such a, there was such Hell a stigma no. on it. Like yeah. my parents were like, you're fine. Like suck it yeah. up, you know? Like, so yeah. it's just like, now that I look back and with all the year, like the years of therapy I've been in, it's like, I, I I like to hear that you're, you know, you're sharing with your kids that it's okay to express how they're feeling. Because again, when I was younger, I couldn't cry. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. So yeah, that's one thing, like, 
especially for me, like I would never tell Micah or Quentin that they can't cry. The boys yeah. don't cry. The dumbest shit I ever heard. Right? He's a grown man. And yeah. I cry. So <laughs> like, the hell I look like telling them that, you know, yeah. it's just things like that, you know, they can still be masculine men. Yeah. But that's the thing. Like, if you're masculine, you own who you are, you know who you are. Like, yeah. you know, you're not worried about you know that emotions is a normal human thing that's right. the way it works like emotions yeah. and the brain work in sync like that's and, how it goes yeah well and so. I feel like it's even more masculine when people when like when guys do cry and share their emotions because a lot of the time again kind of going back to like how we grew up and then also yeah. the society that we lived in at the time it was very much like I remember my dad being like you know, you, you have to learn how to cook. You have to learn how to do this because yeah. like, that's what you have to do for your husband. I'm like, no, yeah. I don't. Yeah. <laughs> I can do whatever yeah. I want. Like, Yeah. I love cooking. Like, yeah. My fiance, Whitney, she can't cook. I mean, <laughs> like, I, but I, it doesn't matter. Like that's yeah. for me. Like that's the way I get to show you. I love you. Like right here. Here's this home cooked meal. Yeah. Get to put the love in this thing. And here you go. But when it comes, because she owns her own cleaning company. Okay. And she, you know, she she's actually opening up uh, her own uh, massage studio here next week. Well, a couple weeks. Something like that. But anyway, okay. I, I, I can't clean yeah. with her. She, like she moves too fast. And does yeah. <laughs> like it just makes me look. So yeah, yeah. so I cook. And she clean, no problem, yeah. you know. Like I try to help as much as I can, but by the right. time I, I'm done, like, sweeping the floor, she's already, you know, washed the dishes, put them up, you know, <laughs> yeah. the counters, done everything yeah. else. I'm like, damn, like, I'm not moving that slow. Right. So like, <laughs> it's like, it's a give and take, you know. It's right. just like, yeah, it, it makes, unfortunately, you know, I think more so, especially with our generation, yeah. kind of bucking that trend you know and mm-hmm. i hope he's going like that because like i was taught saying like the uh girl at the gym today that's the first yeah. thing she said she i was like why you hate school why you don't like school she was like well because these teachers they don't think the kids mental health is a, a priority you know and i had to that's basically so sad yeah. especially at this day and age yeah like, yeah yeah and i had to explain to her that like basically is perspective and mm-hmm. you she knows that mental health is a priority and that's what's most important and I told her you know keep seeking the people out because you'll find them the people who know that and it yeah. just it I mean you can't get bobbled down in the ignorant minds or the ones who don't think it is because they're not for you that's all that means like yeah. you know they're just not for you and but you know what you got to do and like I told her like you know you ever need to talk you come talk to me you know you heard dad mom lover too you know yeah. she know that so it's it's easy to uh be dismayed or like you know um kind of saddened by that but I told her at the same time it it just gives you reason to make sure that that's on your front for forefront and on your mind you're sharing mm-hmm. that with your friends and that's all that matters. Like, as long as you guys know and you guys can keep a tight group yeah. and expand on that. And yeah, you know, so it's, it, I don't know how, it doesn't even have to be this big, like, long speech or, yeah. you know, these kids need to do years of therapy or right. it's just simple things that, like, acknowledge it or saying, yeah, okay, I hear you. Or, yeah, yeah I'm listening that goes a long way you know yeah. it's just this it's with anything in life yeah. the simple things like you know the simple things the principle of things like mm-hmm. those things mean a lot for any human whether it's yeah. a teenager or an adult you know which I just feel again kind of going back to just all the hate in this world now is just it's just sad because like I feel like everyone is just not understanding that it's it's okay to express who we are and it's okay that we're all you know we're suffering in some sort of way whether it be mentally or physically but it's 
it's coming together as a community that's really going to yeah. help because the more we you know share and express i feel like that's going to really just help change things yeah it's is no different than you know saying how you feel out loud like right for me that's kind of one of my tools i use like i'll, I'll say how i feel out loud and mm -hmm. that makes me feel better you know and it's the same way with if somebody is doing something that's not you know hurting you or yeah you know negatively negatively affecting you even if you don't like it or don't agree with it then mm -hmm. who cares like right. i always say happy people do happy things and yeah happy people don't got time to worry about yeah that. right you know, you, like you do focused on, i've got like, my own what, shit i've got to deal yeah, with like, yeah <laughs> you're too focused on your own happiness and what you yeah. got to do to to fulfill that to have time I, yeah it just it it's unfortunate and mm -hmm. it's sad that you know people find time for that or have emotion for that and i'm sure yeah. most of that is like you know past trauma or things right. that occurred to them or things they saw growing up yeah but at the same time it's just like it's much it's much more uh fulfilling easier just mm -hmm. to be positive like yeah it, it is it's yeah it's and i think obviously like you know social media plays a big role in that yeah. and unfortunately i think the world was a better place before everybody knew what everybody yeah. thought <laughs> oh yeah oh 100 well again kind of going back to our generation we i didn't like i didn't have facebook or social media until i went to college yeah. so i mean yeah. can you imagine if we if i had yeah. social media when i was in like like in high school yeah. oh yeah and that's why i'm like i my daughter like like yeah i don't even yeah try to act like I know what the hell she's going through. I just let her know I'm there. If she needs to talk, if she yeah. want to talk, like, hey, let's, we can talk about it. And don't get me wrong, man, she tell me some stories and I'm just like, Lord, when will this end? But yeah. at the same time, yeah. I'm happy she's talking right. to me. And like, you know, she just usually want to get her off. So I just let her go and I'm like, oh yeah, what? wait, huh? And then, yeah. you know, just you know, be interested a little bit, but it's the fact that she knows like i'm not gonna judge her or like I, you know i just want her to be happy and think, yeah yeah i want everybody to be happy i think everybody deserves happiness and you know sometimes life is shitty mm -hmm. throws <laughs> throws some darts at you right but you know it it that's life you know it's it's no test without the testimony and we all go through shit but at the same time, I think it's just it's just perspective. Like it's always perspective. What is something that you kind of do to help shift your mindset uh, when you do kind of get thrown a dart or something kind of kind of throws a wrench in your in your For normal me, everyday life? You know, I, there's a couple of things that I do on a regular to maintain, like you know me. Teach the uh, kids jujitsu every Tuesday, Thursday night. My interaction with them and the way they are with me is one of the most beneficial things ever. Like especially for me, as that's therapy alone. You know, yeah. um, the way they react and it's it's kind of like they've they they haven't seen me in three months. Mm -hmm. Every time I see them. You know, yeah. and that, that we feed off that energy, you know, and I think kids are the purest, most truest form of emotion. You know, they don't hold yeah. anything back. And yeah, I was so, going to say, they don't have filters either. <laughs> yeah, they don't, don't have filters. Yeah. <laughs> so their love is is the purest thing, you know, and me just knowing that they feel that way about me, I feel that way about them. That's I, that's always something I can remind myself of, you know, it when I ride, you know, getting my funks or whatever, mm -hmm. you know, um, my fiance, she's, she's a big help. She's always smiling. And that's, good. that's probably one of the biggest things that, that I didn't even, 
well, yeah, now that I say that, I didn't know now because it wasn't too much smiling going home when I was growing yeah. up. Yeah. But, you know, for me to be around her as much and, you know, I don't, I, it hasn't been a day I've, you know, known her and she hasn't been smiling most of the damn day. So just knowing that the, and that energy that she has is a mm-hmm. big help. And then I also do, uh, David Goggins, he has a book called Never Finished. He just came out with a couple months back. But he has a couple like mental exercises that he does, you know, but he calls it, um, I think it's his morning meeting or something of that sort. So basically, like every morning, Mm -hmm. he kind of presents himself with things that's going to go on in a day that could be a wrench or like, you know, a hiccup or Mm -hmm. could be a, a spark for you know uh, a mental block or downfall and he identifies it and then he you know kind of goes through what he needs to do when that happens you know okay that, and that's that's probably been a big help for me and uh, you know so when I get up if I'm going to the fire department that day or if I'm going to be away from the kids yeah. you know I kind of think of those things like that could could bother me could you know or, or depending on the day is it Memorial Day mm-hmm. you know is it the you know one of my friends who passed away birthday or you know anything like yeah. that I kind of present that to myself and then when it when I do get that feeling it's easier to deal with cope with so do you kind of start off your day with like almost uh maybe like a positive affirmation or kind of what do you do to just kind of set up I guess you could say that I I brush my teeth and I talk to my I have a conversation with myself you know I kind of remind myself of where I am like I was (laughs) you woke up in your house you know you're in your master bathroom sweet brushing your teeth right you got it made like you know you go and to do the best job in the world or I'm going to the gym or you're taking your kids to school like you know I just remind myself of all those things that is you know it's just life so it's easy mm-hmm. to forget like you know how fortunate it is to have a car right you know, it, it, I got a heated garage I, I didn't even know that was a thing like is there's a heater in my Dang, garage you're bougie. On, <laughs> like yo like I got nothing to complain about. Yeah. Like, so it's like just those little things. And I think of everything I've done up to this point, like I sacrificed a lot, done a lot for a lot of people. Yeah. But it's more to be done. Like I, I wanna keep doing that. So yeah. yeah. What kind of what was uh I guess what made you wanna go into teaching uh jujitsu with like kids versus adults well so when I um I got asked and I thought about it and I've been around kids all my life like when I was a kid I was raising kids like that's Mm -hmm. how it was you know I've always been comfortable with kids been it's always been an easy thing for me you know so so yeah you know we'll give it a try and yeah so when I started, uh, I knew right away that, like, they were drawn to me. I think it's obviously a cultural difference, and mm-hmm. it's I'm a mix of my mom and the military. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. you know, I tell all the parents, like, yeah, so jujitsu is fun and it's great. And yeah. yeah, yeah, we'll learn that. But the first thing is the little bastards; they're gonna listen. Like yeah, you know, listen. It's like the discipline. Talk yeah. when I talk, like they go line up where I say line up. They mm-hmm. eat. like yeah, that comes first, and I like the parents really appreciate it because you know, not everybody grew up like me, so I think it's good for yeah. them to experience that. Experience somebody telling them no, or yeah. experience somebody telling them you better be hell quiet right now. You know, like yeah. you know, checking them and. I've never, knock on wood, I've never got any feedback or yeah. any like blowback from any kids. It's just like, it's because they know, I think they know it's a from a place of love. And yeah. my son, Quentin, does the class and they, I talk, they know. I talk yeah. to him just the way I talk to them. Like yeah. everybody gets it. Like yeah. it, it does not matter. 
you know. So yeah, I think yeah, that I've like I said, I've always been comfortable around kids, and yeah. it was just it's the gut instinct, and mm-hmm. that's been my whole life. Like I say, ninety five percent of my gut instincts have got me in good places. Yeah. Like, you know, the army. <laughs> Uh, the fire department. Like, I, I had no idea about these things. Like, hey, you should probably try that. And then it's all worked out. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, and there's something about kids uh, that I feel like sharing with them kind of certain aspects that will help them become better as adults. Yeah. There's something about that that just always resonated with me too. Cause I used to, I mean, like, even with like my nieces, it's like, some of the like I will put them in their place I think yeah. like if they like talk back to me it's like oh yeah. no 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 <laughs> we don't do that yeah and that's the thing like as hard as it is for some people to believe kids long for discipline and mm-hmm. discipline doesn't mean it's you know you just you know hitting them with a switch or some shit like yeah discipline means like they want to be told what to do like right they want to be told what's left, what's right, and like mm-hmm. that box. Like they well, want to. They need yeah. the guidance. Yeah, and and they can tell one. Kids can smell that shit from a mile away. They they know yep. what's authentic and what isn't. Like they know if you're being something you're not, or if or if you're real. Like they can sense right. it. You know, it, it's just their innate ability. It's just like th- mm-hmm. they have it in them. You know, so once they realize that and they see like oh like yeah this person does care about me like they just tell me just because it's it's actually good for me then, right yeah they fall in line and then especially you know in that group environment when they see the other kids listening mm-hmm. it's like oh yeah i'm gonna I'm go ahead and listen too like i don't want to be that that one you know right so yeah so what uh, how, i guess how long have you been doing jujitsu in general It'll be 13 years this summer, so okay. 13 and years. What made you kind of want to go into jujitsu versus other martial arts? So I um so before we deploy, we have to do combatives, and, okay. which is basically jujitsu. Yeah, and yeah. you know, it was quite easy for me. You know, I, I did very mm-hmm. well, and then when I got back from overseas, you know, I had an accident. I had some issues and I messed mm-hmm. up my knee. And so I ended up having surgery. And then I got back, but my body composition was a lot different. <laughs> I just okay. basically got fat. And okay. I'm still able to pass yeah. the army PT test, but mm-hmm. I was like, I want to do something different. So this uh mixed martial arts gym in Winona had an open house thing and I went there and yeah. tried it out and yeah, been doing it ever since because it, it it was so close to wrestling, you know. Like, and I wrestled in high school. Okay. So like, All right, I can do this, and yeah, it just became an addiction, like yeah. a good addiction. Like it was just yeah, yeah it's a workout. I'm learning. You mm-hmm. never know enough. Like mm-hmm. you never have it figured out. Sometimes you're the hammer. Sometimes you're the nail. It's always hard, even when right. it's easy. <laughs> so yeah it, it's just yeah so I just stuck with it okay and then what uh what kind of made you go into the like the fire department too because you know doing that for a while right almost nine years okay. so Caitlin Young owner of Striking Institute shout out she <laughs> so one of some I can't remember who it was one of the fighters was complaining about not having a job and then she posted that the fire department was hiring so I clicked okay. on it and I just saw paramilitary structure. So I was like, you know, let's see what's up. At the time, yeah. I was doing logistics for uh, Valspar. I liked that job. I liked the people. It was fun. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, I see what this is about. And yeah, you know, I went and did the, uh, you know, filled out the application. I had like two days left. So then I went and did like the test. And it was like, it was at the convention center. Mm-hmm. Like 1,500 people there that day. It ended up being like, 3,000 people applied Jeez. or something, something ridiculous. That's crazy. And it was like everybody had, yeah, everybody had on a volunteer fire t shirt. Yeah. I was like, what the hell am I up. doing here? Yeah, I was like, <laughs> I, what the hell am I doing here? Yeah. Like, I'm not right. making this shit. Like, you know? <laughs> and then it was like, hey, you know, 
Hey, let's come do this. So I did the physical, the CPAT, mm-hmm. did really well in that. Then I did the interview, did really well in that. Then the list came out. I was like, your number, I think I was number 16 or 18 out of 300 or something. I was like, I don't think this is right, but I'm going to stick with it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Like, if you say so. Right. You know. That's so, awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I think, like I said, it's always been envy and my personality behind all my pride uh, you know, yeah. <laughs> yeah 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 behind all my bravado shit like I've, I've yeah. always wanted people so that it just came natural like yeah yeah, yeah the best job is that probably like the one, one trait that kind of carries over into all of your different things that you have you've got going on is wanting to just help people yeah yeah that's why you know I like teaching I, just, I, I love my job um I love being a parent love being a partner like yeah I get to help people and make them feel good and make them better like yeah what yeah that that's life fulfillment for me you know there's always been something that's brought me peace and you know gave me purpose yeah so yeah what's well, kind of something that you like to do for your own self-care <sighs> something like I'll write poetry write a lot of poetry <laughs> Isn't that how you got your fiance? I think I remember. Yeah. I remember yeah. you saying that. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah. damn, you're deep. I write a lot of poetry. Yeah. Yeah. I tell you, I'm a, I'm a lover. So I like to write. So that's okay. kind of something I do for myself. I don't play video games as much, but yeah, now it's, you know, doing little projects around the house and mm-hmm. doing my interior design you know things yeah yeah that's your yeah. your and your the cooking right the cooking is yeah yeah self-care. i love to cook. yeah i love to cook. so yeah it's therapeutic that's sure. awesome yeah. that's awesome uh what else do you have going on like what's what's coming up on your pipeline for all your projects that you've got going yeah. on <laughs> so i'm actually gonna do a uh i'm doing my first uh self-defense seminar Okay. Uh, so we started Wu Jitsu, you know. Yep. Uh, so yeah, we're doing our, our first self self defense seminar on the 18th. It's gonna be at 10 a.m. at okay. work gym. It's in Hopkins, Minnetonka, Minnetonka, Hopkins, whichever way you want to yeah, call it. One of those. But yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, gonna do that, and um, it's gonna be exciting. Uh, I again, I like to teach, so yep. and. I think my perspective on life and these things in general is, you know, I think I, I don't think I know I have a unique perspective, so I'm, I want to yeah. share that with other people, and I do, I can do that in the form of teaching, you know. Mm-hmm. So uh, definitely want to make some people feel empowered and help them learn just yeah. you know basic life essentials and, and, and a couple you know do that through some self defense and build some confidence so i'm looking yeah. forward to that. that's so, awesome yeah. how did you come up with the name wu kang because when i think of wu i think of like wu tang clan <laughs> yeah so that's, that's all i think of i don't know why <laughs> so wu w-o-o is from a, a rapper uh pop smoke he, okay. he passed he passed away yep um was it, it'll be three years now yeah, three years ago this April, he wasn't even 21 yet, but uh, Bashar Jackson was his name, but Pop Smoke was his rap name. Yeah. But uh, that was his thing, the Woo. Like, it started it. as a teenage, like, little gang and little neighborhood. Okay. But, you know, once he got signed, and he explained it as, like, this is just a way of life. Like, you know, if okay. you, you know, you like how you look, you, you, mm-hmm. you're proud of how you present yourself, you're working hard you're striving to be a better you like you're trying to get the most out of life like that's a mm-hmm. new lifestyle so okay that 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 stuck with me and yeah you know when celebrities celebrities pass all the time every, you know yeah. people pass all the time but right. that one stuck with me for whatever yeah. reason and i i guess his chakras or his energies like yeah feel, you know so yeah it's, it's it's kind of been my mantra and like yeah. that's that is yeah the rule lifestyle is, is well, something it, it, that I it embodies with. who you are I mean yeah yeah that's awesome 100%. and then are are you gonna you're eventually gonna kind of break off and do your 
have your own studio for so jitsu, or are you still gonna be through like uh, it we'll see yeah we'll see yeah i i don't i i don't know I don't know. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll see yeah. how it goes you know yeah. i think it'll go well it's not something that i i think it kind of like the same thing with you know teaching jujitsu mm-hmm. it's something that i do just enough so it keeps me fresh mm-hmm. so this may be the same thing you know i might do two to three seminars a month something like that and see yeah. how it goes so yeah. yeah well good for you yeah that's awesome yeah. what's yeah. been what's been kind of your most humbling moment thus far in life hmm my most humbling moment i think i'm I, I still am taken aback how people, I guess, think of me, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, I know if I, like, sit down and write down, I got, like, a lot of accolades I've done, you know, yeah. a quote-unquote lot in life. But the way I've been able to do that is by not thinking about it. Like, it's just like, all right, what's next? Okay, mm-hmm. what can I do next? Yeah, You know, so um, people speak, you know, they speak highly of me and it's, it's, it's definitely humbling because I don't think of myself like that. You know, I don't, yeah. I don't, of course I don't put myself on a pedestal, but I don't pat myself on the back and I mostly, I, I'm never thinking about what I did. I'm thinking yeah. about what I'm going to do, you know, so which isn't always a good thing. Like some, it's okay to reflect and yeah. you know, be in <laughs> yeah. a moment at times. Right. But a lot of the times I'm trying to think of what else I can do or how else I can help or, mm-hmm. you know, how can this be better or what can I do to make this look better? So it, it, it's, it's humbling when people, you know, come and tell me things that I've helped them with or, you know, it, just things that are normal to me. That, yeah. that mean a lot to them you know that, that, that that's probably like the most humble things so yeah. yeah well I mean it kind of goes back to like when we first started our conversation you were just like I'm kind of glad and you didn't even like say anything about like you know you're a captain of the fire department like you're a black belt <laughs> in jujitsu I mean it, that's a that's amazing accomplishments I only made it to yellow belt in karate <laughs> <laughs> that shit was not for me (laughs) yeah yeah no i yeah it's kind of it's 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 probably uh one of my best traits it's like um yeah i don't i don't think that much of it and you know to me it's just like okay yeah yeah you know that's what you're supposed to be doing let's go what else else you gonna do you know like let's get out I appreciate that about you too, because again, it's like, I was able to even reach out to you and just talk to you and just shoot the shit or even get more deep and talk about like my like divorce or, you know, whatever it is. It's just, I, I'm sure me and everyone else that has been had the best or had, you know, had the honor to meet you and talk to you. It's, it's a great trait to have. So we all appreciate that about you because you are willing to even just chat with people about random shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I, yeah, it's definitely, you know, it's something that I don't think twice about. It's just kind of like natural. I always, I always want to make people feel better, you know? So, yeah. And and of course, you know, the older you get, the more things you learn. I've learned right. listening and, you know, just being an ear for people and more so in any way possible, just telling people. Sometimes all people need to hear is it's going to be all right. It'll yeah. all work out, you know, because at the end of the day, it will. And, you you know, mm-hmm. it's, it's easy to lose that perspective when you're going through things yeah, and, yeah. you know, it's somebody to remind you that like you know this you're not the only person this happened to and they don't have to define you and you you can you will be better you know and you you, you're made for this like you know it's unfortunate and like I I've yeah I'm always always here to uplift people however I can I I 
if yeah, if I'm not doing that, then I, I'm, I'm dead. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. No, well, I appreciate that. That's that's awesome because again, people do need that reminder that shit shit happens and life happens and life is hard. I mean, yeah. you know that. I mean, so many things that people take for granted in life and it's sometimes those littlest things of just being open to talking to someone yeah helps yeah yeah and you know it's funny because you know I hadn't seen the the coach's daughter for about it had been like three four months since I've seen her and, yeah you know yeah. she's picked all days of the day to come sit down and talk and yeah you know uh I like to think that you know it was it was necessary it was like the good energy chakras for her yeah. to come over yeah. and talk to me and you know that means a lot to me because I I could tell like when she sat down and she just yeah. told me like things were going horrible that she just wanted somebody to listen and talk to you know and I'm able to recognize those moments now and, and seize on yeah. them and take advantage and be that spark for people like I take pride in that so yeah. yeah. What's uh what's kind of a word of advice that you you would share with your younger self knowing what you know now? Keep going. Yeah, I would definitely the, the I would definitely tell my younger self just keep yeah. going. Don't even do, yeah, don't yeah. even worry about it. Just yeah. just keep going because eventually I kept going you know I mm-hmm. did some <laughs> strays on the way you know yeah, and stopped yeah. a couple of times but like it was yeah like everything that I've experienced brought me and led me to be who I am right now you know and I wouldn't trade that for anything you know and it's just like yeah. this is the process like, yeah just don't lose sight of that just keep going this is the process there is a a, a greater result there's a greater good at the end of this like you're doing this for the greater good so keep going yeah. that's yeah. that's that's good I definitely would probably say something along the same lines that it's gonna be okay because yeah I mean looking back it's so funny because some of the shit I thought was hard back then yeah. now it's like oh, that was yeah. bad <laughs> like, yeah now it's like no that's like nothing compared to yeah I mean, life itself is humbling, I feel like sometimes because yeah. you realize the shit that you've gone through definitely defines who you are as you get older, in a sense. Yeah, you get to, like I said, perspective, like that perspective yeah. changes and that makes all the difference in the world, you know, and yeah. it's, it's a process, but everybody goes through it. Like yeah. nobody has this shit figured out. Like right. we still don't have to figure it out, you know. Oh, yeah. it's still, you're still gonna go through trials and tribulations. But I think that, you know, the more, not even the more you go through, it's just like the sooner you can get that perspective of like this is what life is, you know. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, so this happened. Now, what are you gonna do? Like, yeah, it don't stop. So why should you? you yeah, know? yeah, yeah. Exactly. What's what's kind of your number one priority now for yourself these days? My number one priority for myself is to be my best self. Because I, if I'm not, then I'm good for everybody around me. Like, yeah. I so I make myself a priority, and I don't have to be selfish to do that. Yeah. I'm. Well, I guess you can say it's selfish in a way, but that selfishness allows me to be everything for everybody else. Right. So if I got to right. be selfish for that. That's worth it, you know? Yeah. Because if I'm, you know, the best version of myself, I think it's just, it's beneficial for so many other people around me and I'm able to do so much mm-hmm. for other people around me and, you know, be a good example for so many people around me so it's it's taking care of myself just to make sure I so I can be keep being you know the person with all these accolades for everybody yeah. else you know <laughs> yeah I can keep being who they see you know yeah. so yeah 
That's good yeah. because I think that's kind of, that was one of the hardest things for myself to even learn is that I, I need to take care of myself in order to be my best for everyone else. Cause yeah. a lot yeah. of the times it, we, we neglect ourselves in order yeah, to take care of everyone else. Yeah. When in turn it's the opposite. Like mm-hmm. if, you, if you take care of yourself, like you going to automatically be good for everybody else. So right. I think that's one of the things that I had to learn too. And it's just like, Oh yeah, that's how that, that's how that's supposed that right. is how it's supposed yeah. to work. Like exactly. you know? yeah. yeah. So because if you're happy with yourself, then mm-hmm. it's just gonna spread over and everything else, you know? Yeah. And it, no. it's a hundred percent. Yeah, for sure. Well, I like to end every session or you know, podcast interview with a lightning round. All right. Are you ready for it? Let's get it. Okay. Favorite movie. Man on Fire. Ooh, that's a really fucking good one. Yeah. <laughs> that's actually yeah. one of my favorite ones, too. Favorite color? Red. Favorite food? Wings. Ooh. Didn't you always, like, I feel like you, like, showed a picture one time of, like, a shit ton of wings for something. Yeah. It, it, I'm, I'm positive I have. Like, yeah, that, that's yeah. my last <laughs> like that's one of like fashions yeah <laughs> wings hey, wings are amazing because yeah. you can do so many different things with them um, yeah, yeah what does a person need to be happy in life what does a person need to be happy in life a person needs true self-reflection that's a good one. First celebrity crush maya oh Okay. Okay. She's still fine. Yeah. I I don't know how the hell she's doing. She's like forty eight. Just just. Well, it's kind of like J Lo. I mean, how does ridiculous. she still look that good? It's it's like, ridiculous. It's, how do they yeah. do that? Yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah. this one. Uh, I'll I'll explain if I need to. But toilet per take toilet paper roll over or under. Over. Good answer. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't like anyone that does the under, yeah. uh, dream vacation. So kind of like the place that you want to visit the most or travel to on your bucket oh, list. I, I, I got to go to the, uh, to Rome so I can visit the gladiator stadium. Ooh, yeah. Nice. Yeah. Uh, song that best describes your life right now. Song that best describes mm-hmm. my life. Hmm. <laughs> Let's see. Oh, um, which I'm, I gotta look on my phone. Yeah, it's okay. Phone. This Hold one's up. been the hardest one for people so far. Let's see. J. Cole. Oh. oh, yeah. Here we go. It is. Wait, is this it? Yeah, apparently. J. Cole okay yeah yeah okay so if you could have any superpower what would it be oh the ability to not sleep not sleep <laughs> yeah if i That'd could be the opposite <laughs> if i could have 24 hours in a day whoo whoo boy i get so much done you like, will, i was still you... if i could you know still go to sleep when i wanted to but i could like just function off yeah. no sleep oh i kill it oh that you you would like the quote uh one of my favorite quotes is you live a 24-hour life yeah because yeah. i mean you got to live each hour as you can yeah yeah 100 one word to best describe your first impression of me <laughs> one oh peach <laughs> yeah no doubt. No, uh, no doubt. I do pride myself in that. Um, uh, word of advice that you'd give to today's youth. A word of Don't concern yourself with what the world has to say. Concern yourself with how you feel. That's good. Awesome. Well, you survived my lightning round. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so for any for all the listeners out there where can they find you on social media yeah so woo underscore ken that's w-o-o underscore k-e-n-n on instagram um 
Kinglin on Facebook, and then uh, my Wujitsu Self Defense page will be up tomorrow, so you can look up, look that up. Wujitsu. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome, yeah. and I will be sharing that as well. I'm excited for you yeah. and yeah, your journey with it. that because yeah. I I was actually telling some of my girlfriends about that, and they're like, if he offers like any classes during the weekends, I'd for sure go. So. Yeah, well, it's going to be Saturday. So it's a Saturday, 10 a.m., come in there, you know, get right. Then you got the rest of the day to yourself. So that's why we're doing it at 10 a.m. Is this going to be recorded? Is this going to be videotaped? Like, do I have to, like, look my best? <laughs> well, you know, if, you know, I, I, you know, probably, maybe, yeah, you know, it's going to be some, it's going to be some footage, you know what I mean? Yeah, but yeah. <laughs> if you, if you defending yourself, that that's 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 looking pretty good regardless yeah yeah i mean whether yeah. the hair's down or in the ponytail it don't matter you yeah. know yeah. no that's 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 good to know because they, i gotta prepare you know just in case you never know like, hey hey they might be there yeah they might be yeah. There. <laughs> yeah yeah they might be there. yeah exactly <laughs> well thank you again so much for doing this with me and i appreciate learning about your background because i again i only knew you through horsepower and yeah liftings and yeah. your good taste in music so <laughs> and sure. all the great things that you do for everyone so we appreciate you and again i appreciate you doing this awesome right. well all have right. have a good rest of your night and i will talk right, to you, you soon too. all right all see right. Talk to you later. bye